Welcome to another episode of the Marketer's Edge, a series designed to share a senior level marketing perspective about marketer challenges, opportunities, and agency relationships. Our goal is to help marketers and agencies learn from other marketers across different industries. Today, we're talking with Tori Bogner, uh, the recently promoted Senior Vice President of Marketing for Signature Bank of Arkansas, based out of Fayetteville, Arkansas. Tori, thanks so much for joining us today. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Mark. Thanks for having me. How are you? Absolutely. Yeah. And congrats again on the uh, recent promotion. That's fantastic. Thank you. We had a big year last year, so I'm appreciative that the hard work was recognized. Love, love hearing that. So I've, I've got a, a small handful of questions for you. But before we um, do that, can you maybe tell me a little bit about Signature Bank of Arkansas, what you do for the organization? Uh, I'd like our listeners to know what kind of company your bank is and, and what you do mm-hmm. for them. Sure. So it's easy to think of a bank and think that, you know, everybody's just looking for somewhere to put their money, right? Um, so one of the first challenges I had when I came to the bank was to figure out who we are. Uh, so it was really fun. So who we are, we are a bank who has been put together to really serve small businesses. Uh, we're not a completely commercial bank. Uh, we're more for the community mindset of you've got a lot of small business owners, so you can take care of the business, you can take care of the owner and all of their personal banking, you can serve all of their employees. So truly a community bank centered around the small business owner. Um, Northwest Arkansas is a very interesting place where we're headquartered. Um, There's a few small businesses around here you might have heard of, Walmart, J.B. Hunt, Tyson Foods, (laughs) um, and really in the late 90s, early 2000s, our area experienced a big boom because Walmart began to require that all the vendors that work with them have an office and a presence here. So the number of small businesses in this area just completely compounded within those couple of years. So we've got, we found our sweet spot. Um, When I interviewed here at the bank, I told them, I'm not, not really sure if I'm the right person for you. I'm, I'm a business to business person. I'm really not interested in selling debit cards to everyone on the street. They're like, oh, no, 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 no. That's not what we want you to do. So uh, it's been a fun couple of years and I'm really enjoying it. That's great. That's great. No, you, you've got a uh, wide range of experiences just looking at your profile from political work to construction, industry work, education work. You've done some recruiting work. And I'm, I'm curious how um, this job at Signature is different from all of these other jobs. Are there some really unique challenges that you've had to deal with as a marketer that you haven't had to experience in other positions? It's really interesting. Um, A lot of people, I think, start in marketing and maybe move into a business development role. They want to get out from behind the desk and and go be out and about. Um, I did the opposite, and I started uh, more on the outside in business development and capitalized on the energy one has in their early 20s um, and found myself behind the desk when it was time to relax a little bit. Um, You know, in all of the roles that I had prior to working at the bank, you had a very specific need for a very specific market. Whereas here at the bank, everyone needs a bank account. Whereas not everyone needed to build a new building. Not everyone was looking for a new job. Not everyone was looking for a million dollar opportunity to give a gift to their institution of higher education. So it's been really interesting to pull from the experiences I've had in those different industries to be able to think like not a banker and put myself back in those shoes as we look at 
reaching out to small businesses who maybe are in the construction industry or in the technology industry and see um, what their needs might be and how we can tailor our products that are for everyone specifically to them. Right, right. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I was going to ask you next what some of the more important things that you've learned from all these different jobs and different industries that you feel like you've successfully applied at Signature. Um, you know, it's mostly to not forget that there's an individual behind every business, behind every decision and behind every deal. Um, you know, there's, there's the old saying that, uh, shouldn't judge another person for, you know, not what their day is, you know, something along that lines, Mm -hmm. you know, I think Nancy Pelosi was, is pretty famous for a a morning clip where she walked up and said, well, I'd say good morning, but it's obviously not one, you know, that day was somebody's wedding anniversary and it was somebody's (laughs) birthday and it was. You know, the day that somebody got the news that they no longer have cancer. So you just got to remember the personal element behind all the business deals. And I think as a community bank, that's really important for our organization. Yeah, Yeah, that's great, great perspective. I I would imagine too often people kind of get lost in the business of doing business and Mm -hmm. don't think about what, um, you know, what's behind that, that you know, the four walls of, of that, uh, education facility or whatever mm-hmm. it might be. So that's, that's great perspective that you've pulled from the variety of different things you've worked with, uh, over the years. So I know, I noticed that you started its signature in 2005. So not that long ago. I mean, you've been there a while and on the bank's LinkedIn page, it talks about how the bank was started by a team of well-respected and experienced local bankers who had a dream of building a bank where decisions were made locally and the best interest of not only the bank, but customers and team members as well. Um, I'm just curious, was, do you feel like there was a real void in the banking industry that Signature has now successfully filled? So I kind of teed this question up with my explanation about what Northwest Arkansas is like and our history with Walmart and everyone coming here. Uh, we kind of went from that small town community to business booming. And all of a sudden, you've got people who are having to call back to Milwaukee to get a decision made. They're having to call to Orlando to get a decision made. Um, and locally here with some of the banks, you know, you may have to call down to Pine Bluff or to Little Rock to get a decision made. So the unique structure that we've put together here at Signature is that we have put um, in every market we serve, We only have one bank and that bank has a market president who is empowered to make decisions locally. You know, I would compare it to if you have a doctor in the family, you can text that doctor on Christmas Eve and say, my kid's running a fever. Can you call me in so-and-so? And And you can get it because your doctor knows you, they know your kid and they know how to take care of you. And the same should apply to your banker. You should know your banker. Your banker should know you. And so you can call, tell them what's going on and get your service handled and taken care of instead of having us call back and say, well, I'm going to have to call up to Fayetteville and see what Fayetteville thinks about it. Our Jonesboro president, our Harrison president, anybody is empowered to make those decisions to serve the people that they know in their community. So that that's kind of the void that we were trying to fill is uh, as things got more corporate for more people, we wanted to be less corporate. Got it. So the market was fairly saturated with bigger banks or just banks you think that really didn't um, sort of carry that same philosophy? 
Uh, I think more just that didn't carry the same velocity. Got it. Um, we've got we've got a bank around here that carries about fifty percent of the market share, um, okay. and then there's quite a few of us who sprinkle in with more of the community banking aspect, um, and everybody offers something a little bit different. Um, and so we just try to be the one that you don't have to call to the headquarters to get your decision made, that you can right. walk in and handle all your business same day. I'm, I'm curious, what would you say are some of the biggest challenges that you've faced in trying to convince consumers, potential banking customers, that what you had uh, was was different and, and better? You know, we really focus on the personal relationship portion of, of advertising. We obviously do some print advertising and some radio, you know, you do, you do the things and you get, uh, you get out on the media, but the challenge has been more making sure that we're putting our bankers in the right positions, in the right places, supporting the right causes to where they're in front of the people they need to be in front of to have that conversation face to face. Um, so sometimes it's, it's more of a sales training challenge than uh than an understanding challenge because once you sit down with someone and you have that conversation it's easy but it's it's making sure that everyone's in the right place to meet the people to have the conversation got it so there's a, been a real active push to try and get the bank out into the community mm -hmm. it sounds like mm -hmm. that's, um, that's so great. it's really it's interesting when we interview and hire it's almost more of a personality fit than it is a knowledge fit. You know, okay. people is the art. Banking is the science. We can teach you the science. Do you have the right. art of the personality that is competent and going out and getting new business? Got it. I'm, I'm uh, curious. It, it sounds like maybe um, public relations, does that play a big role in, in the marketing of the, uh, of the bank? More so in the past year and a half, I would say. Okay. We, um, I don't. I know you've got a question later on about Banco C, so I won't. Mm -hmm. I won't jump ahead. But PR has definitely played a large role, an even larger okay. role, the past year than it has ever before. Okay. Yeah, and and so speaking of that, um, you know, I saw on the bank site that the bank uh, started a new bank offering called uh, Banco C, uh, Arkansas's first dedicated bilingual banking. Uh, experience and, and just found that really interesting. I'm, I'm curious as to why that offering was created and, mm -hmm. and what was missing in the mark that market that uh, Banco, uh, Banco C uh, addresses. So if my CEO Gary was sitting here with us, he would tell you a story that he saw happen where an individual was standing at the teller line and translating for a whole line of customers who are coming to get their paychecks cashed. Mm. Um, and at first you think how great someone is helping these folks who don't speak English get their checks cashed. But come to find out the individual who was translating was charging a fee to each person who was getting their paycheck oh. cashed just oh to gosh. sit there and translate for them. Oh my. Um, and so, you know, that, that broke his heart and he hated, he hated seeing that that was happening. Yeah. Um, and it's, We've got, uh, I want to say the number is about 38% of our population is from Hispanic or Latino descent in our area. Um, and so it's not uncommon to have a teller or a retail banker who speaks Spanish and English. Um, so you can get your check cashed without having to worry about the translator charging a fee. But we really wanted to go above and beyond that. Because um, if you needed anything other than 
a check cashed or to deposit or withdraw something, then you need to talk to a lender or a business banker. Then that teller was having to come with you and translate with the banker. So we kind of dreamed up the scenario where you could walk into a bank and take care of anything you need to do in the language you prefer to speak. So we assimilated a group of bankers who all are bilingual, um, mortgage lender, commercial lender, business banker, tellers, mm-hmm. they can handle anything you need to do in your language. That way you're not having to worry about, is this being translated correctly? Can I trust the person who's translating for me? Um, there's still some work to do on the documentation side. That's been a big challenge for us um, because it's, as far as we can tell, never truly been done to the extent that we're doing it before. Yeah. Uh, If anyone knows any differently, I would love to see your documents. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. There are are certain regulatory documents that we have to work with um, that can't be translated. So we have to have that conversation, build that relationship and build that trust so that we can show them this is what's being said in this document. Um, and trust so you, me, I'm your banker here to take care of you. So do you have a separate marketing plan supporting Bank OC? Yes and no. Um, okay. We were very, very intentional when we named Bank OC. Um, and if you've seen the logo, it's the same S that we have for signature. Um, uh, and it. how it kind of came about, we've got wallpaper um, here at the hmm. bank that's got the signature logo on it. And as we were talking, I had said it has to start with an S. Um, I don't want it to end with an O because it doesn't need to be Bonko something O. Um, and someone said C. And I just slapped the wall because the first two letters of signature are S and I. It's, like, it's perfect. It was meant to be. Um, so it all falls within our same branding so that we can yeah, keep that, um, that family of branding and our colors and our look and feel the same for everyone. Um, but you know, those consumers are in a different place than the signature consumers are, um, more often than not. So it's just more of where we're advertising and how we're going about finding those customers. And, and just a little bit off script, but, uh, did you guys have to do a lot of like focus group research to really sort of nail down some of the positioning and branding and things like that? Um, if you call four people sitting in an office, a focus group, <laughs> um, <laughs> nice. I was funny cause I had pretty, pretty well limited. I had three criteria and I can't remember what the third one was anymore. It had to start with S couldn't end in O and there was something else. Um, uh, and we have a member of our board who is a very active member of the Hispanic community here in Northwest Arkansas okay. and his company kind of serves, um, as a consultant to larger companies who want to be more involved in the diversity scene. Yeah. Um, so their team was a great resource for us and they had come up with a few names and he had come in with a list. And as I was saying, it has to start with us. And he was marking things off and I was like, can't nice. end to know. And he was marking things off. So I was like, well, nice. that kind of takes us down to three options. <laughs> there you go. There you go. How, how is it? How's it doing so far? It's doing great. They crushed their goal for the first year. Um, We opened September 23rd, 2022. I think that date will be ingrained in my head forever. Um, And their goal, they had a goal they had to meet by the end of the year and they crushed it. So they're looking forward to crushing an even bigger goal this year. Cool. Um, That's awesome. The 
very cool. community response has just been incredible. We feel very, very lucky to be so supported. And, uh, yeah. you know, we just hope yeah. that other people kind of copy our idea because it can, you can never do too much good for the community. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's great. It shows a real compassion for the community, you know, to be able to do something like that and, um, you know, really, I'm sure satisfy a, a big unmet need, which is, which is mm -hmm. fantastic. Um, you know, we're, so, our tagline is community banking at its best. And we didn't feel like we could keep saying that if we had 38% of the community that wasn't being yeah, served. Yeah. No kidding. No kidding. So, so I've got to ask you, you uh, looking at your profile, I saw that you were born and raised on a rice farm. I was. So can you tell me a little bit about that experience and maybe how it's influenced you personally and professionally throughout your life? Sure. Um, yes, born and bred in Wiener, Arkansas. Uh, it's a very special place. Um, you learn. I, I, let me back up. My dad put me to work on the farm. Um, didn't just grow up there. Um, I drove tractors. I dug ditches. I put in spills. I was out there in the heat. Um, so that one gave me a real appreciation for what it was going to mean to go to college and get an education and be able to have a good job one day and not have to go out and labor in the field. Um, I right. think that was a very intentional mark from him to make sure that I had that understanding. Um, but what was really interesting is we have uh, my dad's right hand man. His name is Martin and he and his family moved up from Mexico in uh, when I was in junior high-ish and um, about the time that I was going through my first Spanish classes in high school is when I was putting in spills on the farm with Martin's wife, Gloria. And as I was learning Spanish, she was needing to learn English so that she could <clears throat> check out at the grocery store at Walmart and go to the bank. All of these, all these things that they needed to do on a daily basis. She just needed nice. basic numbers, days of the week, the same things that I was learning in Spanish one. Awesome. Um, so it's really kind of come full circle in watching customers come into Banco C and see the excitement on their face when they can communicate with someone and not have to point and try to do Google translate. It just, <laughs> it reminds me of sitting in the field the 98 degree heat with Gloria with shovels in our hands going through our colors and our days of the week. <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. <laughs> what, what, a, what a great experience. Yeah. So, so is the rice farm still in the family? It is. It is. I'll never be able to convince my dad to retire. He was born to be a farmer and he'll do it till, till the very him. end. Good for him. Good for him. <laughs> that's great. So uh, just a couple of last questions. Um, curious, do you currently work with any marketing agencies? I do. I have worked okay. with two since I came to the bank. Um, okay. And I'm curious, what do you have them most often helping you do? I have outsourced most of our graphic design to them. Um, okay. I have a coordinator on my team. She handles all of our social media, uh, but all of our advertising, all of our internal documents, brochures, posters, all of those kinds of things, they help us with. Um, they're doing my digital advertising, my Google ads, my targeting and retargeting. Um, and really, they're just a great trusted partner. We sit down for about an hour and a half once a month 
and I just tell them everything that's going on and get their ideas and their feedback. Um, they've helped me reshape our website and consolidate some of our text and make sure that everything sounds good and looks good. Um, couldn't be happier with them. I, I've gotten very, very lucky because we've that's had. Great. How long have you been with them? Hmm. 2020 about midsummer. Okay. That's great. That's it was great. very interesting. We're, no, it wasn't yeah. 2020. It was 2021. Um, I was expecting my first child and I did not have a coordinator on my team at the time. And our bank was getting ready to go through a core conversion, which is, um, where the platform that runs the bank gets switched to a different platform okay. and everything okay. had to move. And, the number of moving pieces and communication pieces that had to go out to customers was staggering. And I was sure. <laughs> looking for help. I was looking for someone that I knew I could lean on in those months that I was going to be away to be able to drive the ship should the ship go astray. Yeah, that's awesome. So um, I'm curious, uh, you said you have some work you do in-house as well? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious, what do, you, what do you see just generally speaking, the advantages of in-house uh, support versus agency support? Um, in-house is a little easier to get things done immediately. You always feel bad calling on an agency and saying, hey, I need you to drop what you're doing and get this done because you don't know <laughs> what they've got going on with other clients and customers. Whereas internal, you can say, hey, this is top priority. We got to drop everything else and we got to get this done in the next hour. Um, right, right. Are there skill sets that you feel agencies can bring to a marketer's table that that maybe are a little bit more difficult to manage uh, in house? Yes, for sure. Um, especially with how much social media changes and how the algorithms are sitting and right. everything that changes with Google Ads. It's too nice to be able to lean on someone who's a subject matter expert than to try right. to hire a subject matter expert in everything especially as a smaller to mid-sized business. Right. Definitely. Yeah. Yep. We're a team of two. Whereas to have all the, we're a team of two here at the bank. Whereas okay. to have right. all of that subject matter expertise, we'd have to have a team of 10. Yep. So I'm curious, any advice you'd give to a marketer banking or otherwise that's looking to bring a new agency on board? I would say don't just interview for their capability, but interview for their personalities. You know, this is, it's basically an extension of your team. So how well do they fit with you? Do you fit with them? Are you going to communicate well? You know, it's when I worked in the construction industry, I worked in the, on the sales side and we were doing presentations and it was one of the things that I would always tell the potential customer was, you're not going to love us every day. There are going to be problems. So you're interviewing for who you want to deal with the problems with and who you want to have tough conversations with. And I think it's the same thing for an agency. You got to be brutally honest and you're not going to hurt their feelings. And if they're going to get their feelings hurt, they're probably not the right agency for you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and so my last question is if an agency were trying to not, down your door and, and win business from you, what, what advice would you give that agency? I would say, don't forget why individuals get into marketing in the first place. Everybody likes being part of the creative process and mm -hmm. bouncing ideas off of each other. So don't forget to include the customer in the creative process.
that that's great, great advice because oftentimes agencies, well, I shouldn't say oftentimes, but at times agencies mm -hmm. aren't as collaborative as, as they mm -hmm. probably should be. And, um, and, and so, yeah, I mean, do you, uh, offer that advice based on experience that you've had? And if so, uh, what, what kind of experiences have you had that sort of lend themselves to, you know, making that sort of suggestion? Sure. Uh, so I've, I've had two agencies and one was more of a put your order in and we'll spit something out. Whereas who I have now, we sit down, we collaborate, we bounce ideas off each other in that monthly meeting. Um, so that when the time comes that I do need something quickly, I had to call him yesterday and was like, Hey, I missed an ad deadline. It was Sunday. I didn't even look at it on the calendar. I just give me something. I don't care. We've got to get it out there. Um, so that when you do have the opportunity that arises where you just have to spit something out, it's okay. Instead of, right. oh, every single thing we're doing, I don't get to be part of the fun. Everybody wants to be a part of the fun a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's great. That's great advice. And uh, I think that um, agencies, you know, need, need to think in those terms. And, uh, you know, marketers certainly like to be most like to be involved in, mm -hmm. in the process of, you know, the, the plans and the ideas that are going to support their business. So mm -hmm. um, I think that's, that's great counsel. Yeah. Well, listen, Tori, I, I really appreciate you making the time today. And uh, it's been a really interesting and insightful conversation. You've got a lot of great experience that you've brought to the Signature Bank of Arkansas. And you guys are doing some really interesting things in terms of the the way you uh, embed yourself in the community and the way you, you know, support the community uh, compassionately. Um, and then also personally with the uh, experience uh, growing up on a rice farm, you don't, you don't find many bankers that uh, necessarily uh, had that, uh, that kind of a foundation. So, so I really, really appreciate you making the time and sharing your uh, experiences with all the marketers that will be, listening today and uh, you have a, a great rest of your day and congratulations again on the promotion. Well, thank you, Mark. It's an honor to be included in the podcast and the, in the presentation and be able to share a little bit. Um, Arkansas is a great place. I would encourage anybody to come give us a visit anytime. All right. Thanks so much. You take care. Have a good one, Mark. Thanks.